Good morning and welcome to the Think Share. My name's Zach, here to bring to what I've been thinking about, sharing about, talking about, listening to, reading about, that doesn't belong in math class to make you the goodest version of yourself. If you're new to the channel, I invite you to subscribe. This morning and yesterday afternoon, I started listening to a book called Most Likely to Succeed by Tony Wagner and, I'm going to be honest, I forget the name of the other author, but this was a book that was assigned to me and um, the rest of the faculty at our school, and I was surprised at first when I started listening to an interview with the author and on some other radio show, um, because the author was really talking about how much our schools need to change. Now, this excites me and concerns me. It excites me because I feel like the author is really speaking my language. I feel like I've had these feelings and thoughts towards public uh, and sort of standardized education as we know it today, as well as it's concerning because I feel like a lot of the the things that are sort of, I don't want to say ridiculed, but um, the points that are brought up sort of against the models that we see in education today um, are a lot of what I and my colleagues practice at school. So I think it's going to take some very new, different approaches to next year that I'm excited for and is going to take some failing. I shared yesterday with an interview with two other YouTubers, Ty and Karam, we were talking about public education and some of our favorite teachers and what they taught us and some of the projects that we had that that really inspired us. And I shared with them one of the projects that I'm doing with my geometry class, which is trying to really create a relatable um, project to still give the students the skill of um, understanding area and probability uh, while also making it engaging and adding in some creative problem solving. So I think the book has so far really been bringing forth this idea that rather than the students needing to understand all these repeatable tasks, they need to engage in creative problem solving. So I'm sort of concerned and again at the same time excited that I get to create things that engage with them. But I think the other challenging part is I don't know that I've ever done that. I know that I, I would say that I engage in creative creative problem solving every day and I don't necessarily know that I know how to um, teach people or teach students how to create and problem solve. I'm not sure I know how to teach my mindset to others besides um, sort of being a role model and showing by example. So I look forward to this path. Uh, I look forward to this journey of creating more creative problem solving tasks for my students. I think it's going to take uh, me stepping outside my comfort zone and the confusion that I might see in front of my face. I think a lot of students are often confused with math concepts right in front of them. So for me to open the door even more and say, there's no right way to do this. There's 50 ways to do this. And I don't care which one you use to accomplish it, but here's your problem. Go ahead and solve it and be sort of a guiding, guiding mentor along the way rather than a teacher telling them that there's exactly one way to do it. I think it'll be a bit of a culture shock. And at the same time, I think 
it could teach them the greatest skill that they might not yet possess, which is that there is no right answer for most things. And if they are not engaging in creative problem solving, they could very well be um, obsolete in the future because we don't need computers. We don't need human computers like they did in the 50s. We need creative problem solvers because we now have computers that you can buy for $5.95. That was just a bad example. Well, either way, hope you enjoyed this. Thank you for listening and stay weird.